Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Inside the 10 o'clock hour, Keith McPherson on the fan. A lot happening, a lot going on. In the two main games that I have my eyes on tonight, the Knicks game is over I told you DeJounte Murray went all the way off, and that is the reason that you go and get Mr. Murray to be on the court with Trey Young, who was off the court for some time with a little bit of an eye injury, and they didn't really even need him. Ian Begley just put out there, DeJounte Murray had 36 points, 9 assists, and 6 steals in Atlanta's win. Um this is one that has Knicks fans right now scratching their heads. What happened? Uh, they started off so well. But I, I, what happened? This team this team still has this in their DNA. It's early in the season, but we saw them do this last year a ton. It was like their MO. It was their calling card. It was the most predictable thing. They could have a 20-point lead and then blow it in the second half. And it would look like a completely different team than you saw in the first half. They forgot how to pass. They forgot how to shoot. They forgot how to defend. And that's what happened tonight. Knicks fans, call me up. Tell me what you saw, how you're feeling. I I think it's one of those games that you just put behind you. It's tough to see them lose like that to the Atlanta Hawks with the history there with Trey Young on that floor at Madison Square Garden. But got to move forward from here now. Yankees fans, I asked you to call me up. I think we've got some Yankees fans on the line. And we will shift to the conversation around Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman's press conference coming up Friday. Yippee. Can't wait to, like, literally have deja vu and flashbacks of the same exact things. It's it's going to be the same song and dance. You, you already know that. And uh, here we are watching the World Series tonight. And all this talk about the home run. And chicks dig the long ball. And all this talk about you got to be able to hit it out. That's how the Phillies did it. Well, every game is not exactly the same. The Phillies are being no hit tonight. And in the top of the fifth, they gave it up. They gave it up. So let me go back a second. Aaron Nola started this game for Philadelphia. And um, I know after last night, I saw a Jeff Passan tweet that I was like, okay. You, you can't predict baseball. That's baseball, Susan. Jeff Passan put a tweet out about Ranger Suarez and his performance and uh, alluded to how the Phillies would be ready for tonight with their bullpen. Uh, let me find that tweet just to, you know, set the stage for where I'm I'm going with this. He, he, 
He made it seem like, oh, they're rested. They've got their horses in the stable. They'll be ready to go. Okay. Last night at 11.16, Jeff Passan writes, Worth noting, the Phillies' big lead allowed manager Rob Thompson to avoid using Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado. Going into game four, each will have four days of rest. It's a ton for this time of year. And will allow Thompson to get very aggressive with his bullpen use. Hmm, okay. All right. So fast forward to tonight. And Aaron Nola goes four innings, gives up seven hits, three earned runs, strikes out four. Jose Alvarado comes in and pitches that fifth inning or comes in in the fifth inning, pitches an inning, but he ends up giving up two earned runs uh, and striking out two off two hits. But let me go to the plays as I'm watching basketball, as I'm reading news and also hosting the show, the top of the fifth started like this. Jordan Alvarez hit by pitch, and Chaz McCormick scores Jose Altuve to third, Jeremy Pena to second. Then, mama, there goes that man. Six years in the league, he's been to six ALCSs and four World Series. Alex Bregman with an extra base hit. Alex Bregman doubles on a line drive to right fielder, Nick Castellanos. Jose Altuve scores. Jeremy Pena scores. Jordan to third. Kyle Tucker flies out, but it's a sack fly. Scores Jordan Alvarez. Bregman to third. Yuri Gurriel singles on a ground ball to left fielder Kyle Schwarber. Alex Bregman scores. No home runs. A hit by pitch, a double, a sack fly, and a single. Jeremy Pena even tried to lay down a bunt. So I know there is this crap shoot and this, you know, like no one knows anything, man. You can't call it. You can't predict baseball. You, there isn't a rhyme or reason or a recipe for anyone to follow. It is, it, it, there isn't, it, it, it's game to game, right? Christian Javier is no hitting these boys. And we Yankees fans remember him no hitting us and then going to the bullpen and then, what a disgusting scene that was in Yankee Stadium. I'm glad I didn't physically go to that game. That was a Saturday game, and I took off. It was one of those, you know, Saturdays where, I, like, I told my wife, I'll kick it with her. I think we end up going to, like, Home Goods or something. And then we were at uh, Jose Tejas watching the game, and they're getting no hit. And I'm like, I'm glad I decided to kick it with you instead of running to the stadium today. Because if I was in there watching the Yankees get no hit by the Astros, I might have been throwing beers on the field. Just kidding. I would never throw anything on the field at Yankee Stadium. That's how you get banned and kicked out. But here we are watching Christian Vasquez, or Christian Vasquez. Christian Vasquez is a catcher for the the Astros. Christian Javier, no hit the Phillies. The Astros have nine hits, and they were able to score five runs in the fifth inning without one home run. I don't think they've hit a home run yet in this game. It isn't all about the home run, but I look at this game as potentially over or... Maybe the make it happen Phillies got them right where they want them. We, you know, we've seen the Phillies come back. We've seen the Phillies rally late, and uh, maybe if they can get Christian Javier out of the game, they'll have a shot. But now that the Knicks game's over, I need to get that on the big TV in here. And uh, Yankees fans, call me up with your thoughts about what you expect to hear from Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. Like <laughs> just the fact that they announced. It'll be Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman. That tells you Cashman is coming back. Cashman's not going to get on that podium and say, hey, I'm, I'm resigning. 
It's just going to be more of the same. And uh, I, I just, I've gotten to the point, you know, earlier today, I, um, I said something about, you know, call me up about, you know, a time where you felt like you, you, you had to give up on a team or you were disappointed in a team. So you had to boycott or you changed teams for some reason. I'm never changing teams with the Yankees, but I'm definitely changing my approach. This was a interesting year for me being able to meet people that I admire in the media, being in the media and not just being a fan on social media or a fan going to the game, um, having that media perspective. And I understand why people are neutral. I understand why people don't have their hearts in it. They don't, they aren't, they aren't diehard fans like us uh, in the media. I'm, I'm kind of one foot in both, but as far as the Yankees, I'm just like, this is deja vu. I, I've, I've experienced this so much and I'm getting older. I'm just like, Growing out of that young fandom I have and or had and, and that thirst that I have of winning a championship, I just realized these guys think it's a crapshoot. They don't think that they're the New York Yankees that can impose their will and use their superpower, which used to be money. Go out and buy your way to a championship. Go out and buy the best players. Go out and sign those generational, generational talents that you passed on these last five off-seasons where you decided to go with uh, John Carlos Stanton and Garrett Cole, and uh, you you re-signed DJ, which I was all for, but DJ hasn't been available in the past two postseasons after you signed him, and then you you sign Garrett Cole and give him all the money, and Garrett Cole, yeah, he's he's got a lot of strikeouts. He showed up in October, but it's like that was the one guy you decided was worth all the bread, all the other guys that you passed up on that play every day versus a. a a guy that takes the ball every five days and gives up homers and can unravel if he doesn't get a, a ball or strike call. Like, that's the guy that you gave all the money to, the guy that got exposed with spider tack, was the poster boy for spider tack. And then you go and sign the guy. You go and trade for the guy that called him out and put him on front street. What a joke. The Yankees are are, are a joke to me. I just I laugh at, at how they try to act like they're the smartest guys in the room, how they make all of these moves that don't work out. And then instead of making changes, they make excuses. I put out there on Twitter uh, when the, the Nets fired Steve Nash, no one should have been surprised. He wasn't a good coach. But I looked at it as the Nets accepting uh, that they made a mistake, admitting failure, admitting the mistake they made in the hire. You hired a coach with no head coach experience to coach in Brooklyn with these superstars that you gave the whole organization to. Go look up J.J. Reddick's rant today on First Take about the player empowerment movement in Brooklyn and how Katie and Kyrie have taken an organization organization hostage that had promise, that had young talent, that had quote-unquote culture, and they've burned it to the ground. The Nets fired Steve Nash after two seasons and seven games, and they admitted, hey, this, this is not working. He never coached anywhere before, but the Yankees gave Aaron Boone a contract for four years, a guy that had never coached, never managed, and when they regressed from being a game away from going to the World Series, and they regressed, and they end up, you know, in the wild card. And they end up getting beat by the Red Sox in the ALDS. And they, they end up getting uh, bounced by the Red Sox in a single-game elimination or, you know, losing in game six to the Houston Astros in the ALCS. They don't make changes. 
they bring him back because they handpicked him out of the media. And they handpicked him out of the media to deal with the media. And they said, well, you know, this will be a collaborative effort. We will have our meetings with our analytical nerds and our front office team, and we'll figure out these lineups, and we'll give you a bucket of things you can and can't do in-game. And that's, that's, that's my opinion. I don't care if anyone disagrees with that. You can call up and disagree. That's my opinion as a fan watching this team and watching Aaron Boone. The Nets are able to move on from Steve Nash and admitting the fault they made there, hiring a first-time head coach and putting him in a situa- situation where he's way over his head. I don't think Boone is way over his head, but I do think he's a first-time manager with no experience, and you're about to see him manage the New York Yankees for next to a decade. You're about to see him and Cashman here for a, a good part of this whole decade, and I do not expect to see any changes or a World Series because they're just going to chalk, chalk it up to, oh, it's a crapshoot in October. You never know what can happen. Any team can get hot and win it. Look at the Phillies. Look at the Braves. Look at the Nationals. The league has closed the gap on us. Shut up. Go out there and impose your will. Go out there and be the New York Yankees. It's a cop-out to say it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's a cop-out to say, oh, anything can happen. Why don't you actually put together a team that's better prepared when you get to the finish line? That's the thing. You're never prepared at the end. The season ends and you enter this new season and you you have injuries, which, okay, obviously nobody can prevent injuries. They happen. But it seems like the Yankees are always hurt when it gets to October. They're always waiting on somebody to come back and save the day or someone is just not able to go. And they don't have the roster construction to be able to overcome that. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We're going to talk Yankees at least for the uh, next, like, 45 minutes of this hour. Then when we get to 11, we'll open it up to whatever you guys want to do. Manny is in Brooklyn on the fan. Manny, thanks for holding. Thanks for waiting. You got it. Keith, how's it going, man? It's going all right. I think the Astros are about to even this thing up, though, and folks were basically handing the World Series to the Phillies, calling this thing a crapshoot. Nah, the, the number one team... Uh, from the American League, they're they're gonna force this thing back to Houston, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it seems like that. Um, I wanted to touch in uh, with the Yankees. Um, listen, man, I'm a big Aaron Judge fan. At the same time, I'm a big Yankee fan. But I mean, I, to to give you know all this money to Aaron Judge, I understand, but then. It's, you know, the boss is not there. You know, if it was the boss, I would, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure he'll sign him and get with whatever replacements we need. But I just feel like if we give all this money to Aaron Judge, I don't want to be the next Los Angeles Angels, you know. Fair point, right? And they're evaluating that, too. And I've said they've got to be crafty with this contract they give Judge. They can't just go out there and say, okay, $40 million for 10 years, here's $400 million. And then that's a dead contract when he's 36, 37, 38. They need to get younger. Honestly, they need to let these young kids go. And they need to get back into free agency where they do snag top free agents at positions of need and they pay for those guys. But Aaron Judge is a guy that they drafted, they developed, they made him who he is. He obviously had a huge part in it, but they played a part in it. Aaron Judge gets this this home run record as a Yankee. Uh, it, you know, he won Rookie of the Year and all those things. Like the Yankees marketing and the Yankees being the Yankees in New York played a huge part in that. So 
if they want a guy in Aaron Judge that they help develop, they got to pay him. And they could have locked him up earlier. They didn't value him like that. And he bet on himself this year, and he probably made himself an extra $100 million. So we'll see. But I'm now at the point where I understand it. it, it he's going to test free agency. It isn't a guarantee that he comes back. And I'm, I'm starting to start, you know, getting my mind ready for Judge not to be here and thinking about, okay, if they don't sign Judge, then they better go Annie up and get some other talent and some other guys in here and bring these young guys up. Um, I don't I don't know what they're going to do, man. I think they're going to try and do everything to bring Judge back because he's the face of the team. He is the business, right? Hal cares about business. Business is going to take a huge hit if you don't have 9-9. But it's not up to them. You know, it's, it's up to the market. It's up to other teams. And ultimately, it's up to Aaron Judge where he wants to sign. And he may want to go home. And home might be offering him more money than right here. Right, right. All right, thanks, Keith. Manny, thanks for the call. It's it's uh, something we all have to wait on, wait and see. Christian Javier, first pitcher in World Series history with nine strikeouts and zero hits through five innings. This guy's dirty. And Yankees fans have seen this guy up close and personal, and he's got Philadelphia on. Shh. They're not as rowdy as they were last night. I don't see as many of those towels in the air. I don't see these people... Uh, with their signs in the air, they're they're kind of stunned right now. They're getting no hit in the World Series, and they're down 5-0. What a difference a night can make. It's not a crapshoot. There's strategy involved. It's not a crapshoot. There, there's decision-making. Managers involved. It's not a crapshoot. Sometimes a player can rise. I said that earlier. Christian Javier takes the ball, he's on that mound. He decided to rise to the occasion. He's throwing a no-hitter in the World Series. I'm going to keep saying it because I need the Phillies to break out of it and come back and seize the opportunity here. They win tonight. This definitely goes back to Houston. They win tonight. It's a new series. I told you when we started, it's not a three-game series. Keith McPherson on the fan. More baseball, more Yankees talk uh, when we come back from this break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Keep McPherson on the fan. The uh, Philadelphia Phillies are being no hit right now, and I'm going to keep mentioning it because I, I just want it to end. Baseball gods, help us. The Astros are up 5-0. They have completely flipped the script on Philadelphia. Uh, It is a complete different game tonight. If you didn't know about Christian Javier, you know now. Yankees fans know him well. He's, like, untouchable. It's wild. Some of the best hitters in baseball can't do anything with this guy. On the biggest stage. And he, he, he shows no emotion. I don't even know if he blinks, sweats, like, this guy is a robot. Machine. Yankees fans on the line, hold, I'll get to you. There's a ton now, let's see. Yankees should fire Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman needs to have a different approach. Um, Thinks you're flip-flopping on Brian Cashman. I'm going to go to that one right away. The Yankees' problem is a lack of positivity. Aaron Boone shouldn't come back. That's that's the lineup, <laughs> uh, and so I got I got to go right to this one. Let's go to Eli in Washingtonville on the fan. Eli, hey, hey Keith, what's up? You know me, me and you've been going back and forth. You know you being on uh, the encashment we trust bandwagon for most of the season, and now look, you you come into my my side of the ship. You know where I'm I'm I'm, I'm the captain fire Cashman. I'm the cat. Uh, I'm, I'm, cap- I'm the I never said fire Cashman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never I'm thought that, that was a possibility. Listen, but you was on his side. You was no, 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 no. <laughs> I, Listen, I, I was. I was tipping my cap to Cashman all season for little moves like finding us a Matt Carpenter or bringing Harrison Bader into the fold, or you know what I'm saying. Little things here and there. Wandy Peralta, Clay Holmes, getting Rizzo coming, but. I always said, I'm tipping my cap to the guy. I'm not patting him on the back. Job's not done. Job's not finished. And as far as firing Cashman, bro, there is no fire Cashman. I've said all season that is his job until he doesn't want it. All right, yeah, listen, but uh, I've been saying this since we got no hit by this pitcher. And I called you and I said, listen, I'm scared because right now everybody's celebrating the Yankees. And, and my barometer is the Houston Astros. And we face the Houston Astros and we – you got two lucky, not lucky wins, because a win is a win. But we got no hit, and we won off of two walk-offs. 
And then the playoffs, ever since, ever since that happened, I was, I, was, I was telling everybody, listen, I don't care what Cashman does. This guy does not know how to build the team. The trade deadline, this guy got, he got even worse. I'm telling you, it's it, it just, like you said, to bring in Donaldson and every and all these acquisitions that he did in the offseason, where only two players, if he would have signed Marte, just Marte, he could have just solved like they they said Marte was too old, bro. Right? Didn't we hear that? They felt like Marte was too old, and here we are about to sign Judge until he's thirty eight, thirty nine. They bring in IKF and Donaldson. Donaldson has his worst season at age thirty six. Listen, you know what this guy? You know what's the Yankees' problem? Cashman is a guy. He has a little man complex. He's he's you know he has to be run the show. He has to be stubborn. He has to do things his way. And his things were at, was when he bumped head with Girardi, he fired Girardi, he got Girardi out of here, and then he he brought in Boone, which mm-hmm. is even a big, big bigger mistake. And the, I'm telling you, the dude just loves to run this ship. I mean, this Yankee organization into the ground. And I don't know what he has in the sideburners. I don't know if it's like a uh, uh, like a uh, sex tape or something. Like something he has to nah, have. No, doesn't even that. need that. He doesn't need that. He's just been around. He's a family member. He's close with them. They don't know anything Listen, I don't else. Care. I don't care if my, if my brother has me spending one point something billion dollars <laughs> over the last nine years. I'm kicking this dude out. I feel he's you. Blood. I feel you. you. But then Cashman's the one always going back saying that he's got to check with Hal and that there's a budget and there's a spending limit and they can't just blow past the luxury tax. So, uh, It's not a budget because he went to, 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 to the Steinbrenner's and he said, listen, the, the, my only missing piece right now is a is an ace. Give me Cole and we win the championship. And they, they up front the money. Yikes. So yeah. It's not like the cash, the, the, the cyberers are cheap. Yeah, so got him to any of It's bad management. It's just bad management. But who's going to hold him accountable and who's going to replace him? Those are always the two questions with Cashman, right? Who is going to check him and say, hey, bro, this is not good enough. We've come up short. You've made moves that have worked out, but you've made bigger moves that haven't. And who's going to replace him? Who's the heir to that throne? I don't see anyone checking him, and I don't see anyone doing his job. Listen, anybody, any analyst from like ESPN or whatever would do a better job than he does. Because people call out the, the players the Yankees should get, and he does the complete opposite. Correa, they should have signed him. But no, you know, he's a huge natural. But no, you want to bring Donaldson as the enemy of and, and blew up your, your star pitcher with the spider. Yeah, they Listen, thought that, one more thing. you know, they thought that would shake up yeah. the clubhouse. <laughs> it, yeah. did. it did. One more thing. Listen, the, Yan- the Yankees, Yankee fans, we have, we have turned into Knicks fans. That's what it is. You know how the Knicks ate their owners? That's what we're going to have to start doing. Boycotting the Yankee game until this guy's out. Listen, right now I have a, a right now Yankee fitted hat that I went to get it embroidery and it says fire cashes right across the damn wall. <laughs> I'm promoting it. I'm making T-shirts. We have to turn into the New York Knicks where we have to go to our ownership and be like, yo, we don't like you that you, you do something about this organization to not make us adequate. Because that's what the team is every year, adequate. Thanks for the call, Eli. But uh, unfortunately, like the New York Knicks, they're never going to sell. The Yankees are going to have the same owners and they're still going to do things the same way, their way, and they're the smartest guys in the room, and you guys can make fire cashman hats, and you can claim to boycott the stadium. Okay. Stadium only needs 40,000 people in it to be full. 
There's there's a good 10,000 people going there every game for the first time or as a tourist attraction or that don't care if the Yankees win. They just want to get their TikToks on. They want to wear their fit. They want to take a picture in Yankee Stadium for the gram. There's there's 10,000 people there every game that aren't listening to WFAN nightly about what the Yankees did. They don't care. It's a tourist attraction. This is New York. It's also a museum. There's also, let's say, a handful of, I don't know, visiting fans. Let's say there's always 3,000 to 5,000 visiting fans in there. There's always going to be people in Yankee Stadium. I, I look back at some of the clips from, like, the 80s. I think I sent a clip to this young kid I talked to on, on Twitter that just, like, he just doesn't know. He's just, like, wants the Yankees to win a World Series and be what they were. And he was talking about, oh, the, all they care about is chicken buckets. Wait till no one's at the stadium. I'm like, there was a dark age before my time, before I was even born, where you can go back to the clips and you can see there's nobody in the upper levels. There's nobody in, in these seats. Like, they're not... There weren't people going to see those Yankees in the 80s. But that wasn't even a boycott. That was just, they weren't good. The, the Mets were lit. They were going to City Field. It wasn't cool to be watching the Yankees. It wasn't. They were giving away those tickets. That'll never be the Yankees again. Because after that, the dynasty and the history, the Yankees have a new history they could live off of, right? They, you know, I guess winning back-to-back in, in 77, 78, that probably wore off after six, seven years. I don't know. I'm speaking from uh, someone that was not even on the planet. Someone call me up and tell me how it went in the little bit of a dark age that the Yankees had. They, they, we're in a digital age now. I just told you people are pulling up just for TikTok. I don't know how many times I went to the stadium and saw girls in the stadium with the same exact outfit, a Yankee hat, a white shirt, de- denim jeans, and white sneakers. It was like they got it off Pinterest. And I think I asked my wife, and she's like, yeah, there's there's outfit ideas on Pinterest, on TikTok. These girls wear the same fits to Yankee Stadium. They don't care who wins. They're just looking for something to do in the summer. The Yankees will always sell chicken buckets. They will always sell merch in there. They will always sell seats, even if they're trash. And they're not going to be trash. I told you the strategy is Spend enough money to field a competitive team, but pass on the top free agents that require you to give them the most money. Pick one or two out. Garrett Cole, Giancarlo Stanton. Pick one or two of those guys out every couple years that's going to command that many years and that many dollars. But don't make a habit of it every year. Spend enough money where your payroll is high enough to field a competitive team that wins regular season game games and gets fans excited. We, we all do it every year, right? The Yankees will go on a little road trip, and they come back, and we can't wait. Friday night in the boogie down Bronx, here we go. Yankees are back home to start another homestand. We pack the place, and they have a letdown and lose. And it's like, oh, well, whatever. I had as much fun as I could. You know, I drank my beers. I, I had my hot dog, and, you know, I went about my business. The Yankees are never you – can, you can talk all day about the – we got to push back. We got to boycott the stadium. We got to – it's not going to happen, folks. The the diehard fans only make up probably 20 to 30% of that stadium, max. The people that really care, the people that live and die with every pitch, the people that are still hurting over the Yankees being swept out of the ALCS by the Astros, like those fans, 
There's a small percentage of those people in there. It's a tourist attraction. They're always going to have business. They're always going to have people there. And when they're winning, and then they have a guy like an Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge gave him a huge boost this year in attendance. So, I, I mean, I understand, uh, you know, people talking about firing Brian Cashman, but I, I've never flip-flopped. That's why I went to Eli first with that call. I've never flip-flopped. I, I told you from the get-go, I don't expect Cashman. Who fires Cashman? How? How? How is how is Hal gonna fire Brian Cashman? He needs Cashman. He doesn't know any other way. He doesn't have another guy. What are they gonna promote somebody from within? A, a Cashman disciple? Then you might as well stick with Cashman. And they're not gonna fire a guy that just won 99 games, won the AL East, and got to the American League Championship Series. Yes, we're disappointed as fans because they brainwashed us. They conditioned us to expect. Trips to the World Series. That's in the past, bro. That was, that was for me, that was childhood. I'm a grown man. I've accepted it now. You know, Peter Pan's got to grow up. Oh, like, you got to grow up. You got to grow up and realize it's hard to win the World Series. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> Let's go to Ray in Wontog next up on the fan. Hey, what's up? Uh, what's going on? You can hear me? Yeah, we all can hear you. You got it, Ray. All right, sounds good. How's it going? Um, look, this the, the, I'm going to be living in a state of hope for the next few days until Cashman has that uh, meeting, that that conference meeting or whatever. It's Friday, Friday yeah. they said. Hope week, hope, yeah, hope, hope, hope week. Well, it's hope week again. Yeah, it's hope, it's hope day tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> because I'm afraid that after Friday, I'm going to be a very upset. That Yankee. I am a diehard Yankee fan. I'm 37 years old. I lived through the dark days of Mattingly. I lived through the uh, the awesome early uh, the dynasty. late 90s. And and guess what, Cashman, you didn't do anything for that for, until 2009. And what'd you do? You bought that championship. You the the, the problem with Cashman is he waits around. He doesn't have the guts. He's the one in the fight that is trying to, you know, talk it out. And guess what? You wait around long enough, you get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Astros constantly do. Look at what the Phillies did. The Phillies fired Girardi. Who's right there? Thompson's right there. Hey, guess what, Cashman? If you showed a little guts, maybe if you fired Girardi during his last season instead of him just standing on the steps, Taking it all in that last game, watching the bleacher creatures go crazy. Cashman, show some guts and make a big move. Pull the trigger. I'm sick of the same old Yankees. S-O-Y. Soy sauce. And guess what? The taste of soy sauce is getting stale. Enough is enough. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And now, Hal, you're insulting my intelligence. As a diehard Yankee fan, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not going to go to Yankee games, but I'll go to those Yankee games, and I'll try, I'll, I'll try to get away with sell the team. And that's the last thing you want, Hal. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Ray. That was a bar, that soy bar. I never heard that. S-O-L or S-O-Y. <laughs> soy, same old Yankees. Yeah, you got to put the soy sauce on on, on uh on that uh, sushi you get at Yankee Stadium, <laughs> same old Yankee soy sauce. They should make they should make their own soy sauce. Same old Yankees. Ray just went in, 
and there's a lot of people that feel that way. But I just always have to remind you it's not going to change. How is it going to change? The Yankees are in their entire own universe. It's called the Yankees universe. They have their own rules. They have their own things that they see as, like, markers for success. This was a successful year for the New York Yankees. They won a division. They won 99 games. They made it to the American League Championship. They got to host the two American League of champ- Championships games. That's good enough. Like, it wasn't good enough for fans. But I, I said it on the podcast. I've said it here. There were a ton of people. I, I want to see the numbers on the attendance. There were a ton of people at games this year. And that was an uptick, obviously, because we had 2020 with no one in there. 2021, 10% capacity, 30% capacity, 50% capacity. Never actually got to full capacity in 2021. 2022, the stadium was rocking from opening day all the way through getting swept in the ALCS. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take another break. I'll be right back. Moving right along here, Keith McPherson on the fan. November 2nd, uh, Wednesday night. A five-hour KM to AM. We're almost there. Don't rush me out just yet. We got plenty to talk about. The Knicks lost. That was tough. Uh, a game that they led by 23. A game that I looked at as uh, uh, the this Knicks team with Jalen Brunson versus the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young. I looked at this Knicks team as uh, a team that was going to protect their home court, defend the Garden tonight, and not let Trey Young have his way. Well. Big acquisition in the offseason for the Atlanta Hawks was to get DeJounte Murray out of San Antonio. And he ends up haunting the Knicks tonight. He has 36 in this game, 9 assists, 6 steals. Trey Young misses parts of the game. Plays 28 minutes, gives him 17 points, but he was a plus 17. All five of the Atlanta Hawks starters were plus 15 or better, plus 14 or better. Uh, They didn't get much from their bench, but they didn't need it. Hunter had 21. Uh, John Collins had 12. Really, it's it's where the Knicks lacked. Evan Fournier, what's up with, bro? He had three points. Isn't he supposed to be a shooter? He was one for four from deep, one for six overall. They could only play him 19 minutes. Julius Randle, 14 points. That's not going to get it done, bro. Weren't? You the guy that signed a big contract? Weren't you the most improved player of the year? Weren't they going to possibly trade you, but they ran it back with you? You got to come up bigger against a team like that. That's a team that when you had your best season as a Nick, they knocked you out of the playoffs. Trey Young bowed on that floor. I don't know. Maybe, you know. maybe they don't take these games like fans take these games. I'm not a Knicks fan, but I pay attention to the NBA. I looked at this as like a revenge-type motivational type of matchup. Well, they weren't motivated coming out of half. They scored 10 points in the third quarter. 10 points in the third quarter. There are high school girls basketball teams that put up 10 points in the third quarter. What happened? What happened? 10 points. I'm, I'm in here hosting the show, watching the World Series. I look up and I'm like, it's just the same Oh, Knicks. It looks like the Knicks from last year, and I already gave them props and said they're a different team. They have to get that out of their DNA. They have to get it out of their DNA that they give up 20-point leads, that they unravel in the second half. They can't put together a full 48 minutes. They got to do it on both sides of the ball, or a team like Atlanta will come in and uh, 
you know, have their way with you, and they did tonight. So moving on from that, I don't see any Knicks fans on the line. It's all Yankees fans. Yankees fans are going to complain about Brian Cashman. Stay tuned. Uh, in the World Series, they finally got Christian Javier up out of there. This guy no-hit them. Let's see what his final line was. I'm tired of him because I've seen this before with the Yankees. <laughs> he goes six innings. Only walked two. Obviously no hits. Nine strikeouts. How many pitches did he throw? 97 pitches. Man, clap for that guy. When is he a free agent? <laughs> Get him out of Houston. Somebody sign him. You know what the, You know what Houston will do. As I look up his contract, he's probably already locked up. You know, Houston Probably get him for the low. Want him to sign there. Christian Javier contract deals. Sport rack. Spot rack. Let's see. Oh, he's in arbitration. He's not an unrestricted free agent until 2026. He's going to stay in Houston. He's on a one-year contract with them. Oh, no. He's making $749,000. And he just pitched uh, six no-hit innings in the World Series. How do the Astros do it? We're paying Garrett Cole $36 million a year, and he can never do that. They're paying this guy (laughs) $749,000. It's not a crapshoot, folks. It's not a crapshoot. They know what they're doing a little bit, a lot of bit. That's why they're back in the World Series, and they're a few outs away from – evening this series up, forcing the series to go back to Houston, and they'll have this third and final game in Philly tomorrow where if they take that game, all that crapshoot talk about, look at the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Phillies are a fluke. How did they get so good? What they? All that talk that people did today from last night into today, and I started my show off telling you it's not, no, no, it's not just a crapshoot. It isn't so random. It isn't up to chance. There's a reason why these teams are here. There's star players on both teams. There's good managers on both teams. There's good pitchers on both teams. They take advantage. They see a guy tipping his pitches, they tee off. Or they bounce back after a guy was tipping their pitches and they no-hit their opponent. It's, it's not as it's, it's not a crapshoot. Don't give Brian Cashman and those guys this crapshoot stuff so they can say, well, you know, October is a crapshoot, and anything can happen in October. It didn't go our way. Again? You're in, you're in the postseason every year. Again it didn't go your way? Well, you know, we're missing some guys. Ben Benintendi and DJ LeMayu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scott F. Ross, Mike King, uh, Ron Marinasio. Oh, right, right, right. Chapman quit on the team. Excuses. They're going to make changes? No, 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 no. They're not going to make changes. They're going to make excuses. Oh, other teams make changes. Other teams make changes. The Astros have had a ton of changes. From the team that we saw in 2017 that cheated and won it, they've had a ton of changes. But they're right back to where they need to be. The Phillies have made a ton of changes. They changed their manager, former Yankee manager. They go to Rob Thompson, former Yankee coach. And they get where they need to go. What are the Yankees going to change? Oh, we're going to run it back with Aaron Boone. We're going to fire all of his coaches. That's going to put us over the hump next year. Ain't wrong. Because Aaron Boone's going to be changing the lineup every day and calling on Clark Schmidt to be a elite reliever when Clark Schmidt pitched most of his innings for, for Scranton, for the Rail Riders. What's going on? 
Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We got to go to another break and update. I'm sorry, I don't control how this goes. Call me up, though. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 